0: Hi, thanks for joining me for another week of Creeds and Deeds. Today we're going to get started with Missionary Monday, and we are going to be looking at the Bride of the Reformation. So tune in today for Missionary Monday. Reformed and Evangelical, Confessional and Missional. Welcome to Creeds and Deeds. Hear the word of the Lord from Psalm 101, a psalm of David. I will sing of steadfast love and justice. To you, O Lord, I will make music. I will ponder the way that is blameless. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. Whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Whoever has a haughty look and an arrogant heart, I will not endure. I will look with favor on the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. No one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue before my eyes. Morning by morning I will destroy all the wicked in the land, cutting off all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. This is the word of our Lord. Westminster Shorter Catechism Question forty one What do we use to under or to comprehend sum, summarily the moral law? Answer The moral law is summarily comprehended in the Ten Commandments. Scripture proof Matthew nineteen verses seventeen through nineteen and he said to him. And he said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your mother and father, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. All right, today for Missionary Monday, we are looking at Webrandis Rosenblatt, who was born in 1504 and died in 1564, and she's called the Bride of the Reformation. In 1504, Webrandis Rosenblatt was born in Sackingen, Germany. Over the next 60 years, she would marry and be widowed four times, inspiring one writer to describe her as the Reformation Fro, the bride of the Reformation. First was Ludwig Keller. Her, mar- her 1524 marriage to Ludwig Keller was short-lived. In July 1526, Webrandis, 22, was a widow with her daughter also named Webrandis. Among the Reformation leaders, clerical marriage was becoming a new way of serving the community of Jesus Christ. Johannes Ocumplandius, had argued publicly for the freedom of pastors to marry, though he himself was still single. Ocumplandus' friend, Wolfgang Capito, wrote to him, If a suitable person is pointed out to you, I think you should not decline. To have a mate of like zeal will be a glory of the Lord. Johandus Ocumplandus Somebody must have pointed out we brandis On... March 15th, 1528, she and and Ocumpladness were married, raising some eyebrows at their age difference, 45 and 24, but causing most friends to rejoice. He wrote in a letter, The Lord has given me a sister and a wife, a widow with several years' experience in bearing the cross. I wish she were older, but I see in her no signs of youthful petulance. Pray the Lord give us a long and happy marriage. At this point, pastors had not been marrying for several hundred years. Wibrandus and other wives of the 16th century reformers became friends through letters, determining and shaping their new rule. Their new role as they lived it. Soon, three children were added to their family: Eusebius, Alethea, and Irene. Before the death of Ocumplatus on. In November 1531, due to blood poisoning from an abscess, that same month Capito's wife Agnes also died. Wolfgang Capito, Martin Butcher's mass-making, matchmaking propensities sprang into action. My choice for Capito is the widow of Ockemplatus. He writes me that he is very, he has been very touched by the sight of the widow Wimbratus and the orphan children. Wimbrandis and Campito were married on August 11, 1532. Campito was a pastor of the New St. Peter's Church in Strasbourg. Their household included Wimbratis' mother and the four children of her previous marriages. Five more were born, Agnes, Dorothy, Irene, after the death of Irene Alcompletis, John Simon, and Wolfgang. Since she did curb his foibles, balance his budget, and keep his household sweet, her achievement belongs to the annals of unrecorded heroisms. But Plague in 1540 took the children Eusebius, Dorothy, Wolfgang, and also Capito himself. News of Capito's death reached the Butchers when Elizabeth Boucher was also close to death. Elizabeth pled with her husband and Wimbritz that they marry after she died, and they did in April 1542. Butcher wrote, There is nothing that I can desire in my new wife save that she is too attentive and solicitous. She is not as free in criticism as was my first wife. I only hope I can be as kind to my new wife as she is to me. But, oh, the pain for the one I have lost. One can imagine Webrandis' similar grief for her three husbands. For the fourth time, she adapted to a new husband, learning how they would love and support each other according to their particular needs, ministries and preferences. By 1548, new laws required Protestant churches to fulfill conditions that Butcher could not endorse. He fled into exile in England and taught at Cambridge, while assisting in biblical translation and developing liturgy. After only a year suffering a cold damp winter and a long list of physical ailments, he urged Wimbrandus to come. She came and eventually brought the family. During Butcher's last month, Wimbrandis nursed him almost constantly, doing also whatever was required for caring for the rest of her family, consisting of the children and her mother. After her husband's death in February 1551, Wimbrandis wrote numerous articulate letters to sort out their finances and move the family back to Strasbourg. Some were in German, some in Latin, revealing her f- faculty with languages, with language and languages. When Brandis the woman. Lest we are tempted to see a passive woman swept up by circumstances in the decision of imposing men, here's when Brandis's forceful voice to her son, Simon John Capito, away at university. I haven't heard from you from some, for some time, but I well know that if I had, the news would not have been comforting. If only I might live to the day when I have good news from you, then I would die of joy. If you would follow in the footsteps of your father, then Grandma, the sisters, and the in-laws would lay down their very lives for you. If you will behave yourself properly, come home. If you want. If you won't, then do as you will. I wish you a good year, your faithful mother. In 1564, Basil lost 7,000 to plague, including Webrandis Rosenblatt. She was buried beside Ocumplatus. Today, in Bad Sackingen, her birthplace is... Wimbrandis Rosenblatt Wegg, a short street leading to the bank of the Rhine. Beside the street towers the steeple of the Evangelist Kirchenminen, a Protestant church. Now let's pray. O God of the open ear. Teach me to live by prayer, as well as by providence, for myself, soul, body, children, family, church. Give me a heart frameable to your will, so might I live in prayer and honor you, being kept from evil, known and unknown. Help me to see the sin that accompanies all I do, and the good I can distill from everything, let me know that the work of prayer is to bring my will to you, to yours, and that, without this, it is folly to pray. When I try to bring my will to your will, it is to command Christ to be above him to be, and wiser than he. This is sin and pride. I can only succeed when I pray according to your precept and promise, and to be done with as it pleases you, according to your sovereign will. When you command me to pray for pardon, peace, brokenness, it is because you will give me the thing promised for your glory as well as for my good. Help me not only to desire small things, but with holy boldness to desire great things For your people for myself that they and I might live to show you glory teach me that it is wisdom for me to pray for all I have out of love willingly not of necessity that I may come to you at any time to lay open my needs acceptably to you that my great sin lies in my not keeping the Savior of your ways that the remembrance of this truth is one way to the sense of your presence and that there is no wrath like the wrath of being governed by my own lusts for my own ends. And now together, let's pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen.